in any fucking means about we BDSM. We have questions. We have things that we do in our own personal, like, lives and sex lives and whatnot that we find fun um, that kind of coincide with a little bit of the bdsm kind of world. But um, I'm not going to say that I'm super educated in this by any means. So... Laura, am I? Nope. No. But we have... I wish I was. I would love to get more into it. I would love to learn more and experience more and see more, you know? Totally. Getting into it. So, like, if you was an expert, how at you girls. girls. Get! Shut the <laughs> fuck up! <laughs> get out! Get out of there! Get out of there! Um, this is a super fun topic, but we are not the experts. So, not if you have legitimate questions, comments, concerns... You first, you talk to your doctor. Yes. And if your doctor don't got the answers, you talk to your sex expert. Yeah. You're like public your sexologist. Or a sexologist. We know a couple of those now. We do. We do. Google. Yeah. <laughs> Local sexologist. Yeah. We not those people. We'll tag some options and whatnot to this episode. However, we wish we were. Yes. One We're working day. on it. Working on it. We working on it. One day. So, so I think today, yes. Yeah. Go ahead. So where are you at? Where am where I at? at? And so like all the way from like the couch to like the your wing bathing suit. <laughs> That's <laughs> we didn't come up with a question, did we? <laughs> we just kind of went with it. Um, we did. We did. Okay, I can edit this out in a minute. Um. So, from, oh, oh, okay, all right. So, from a wonderful little snuggle, like a little tiny snuggle where you're just in bed and you have your favorite blanket and pillow and you're just so comfortable, to being, like, hoisted up on a fucking, like, spreader thing with a spreader bar and, like, a ball gag and um, being, like, Smacked around. I, I really thought this was a pap test at first. No, hoisted. no, no, no. This is this is a, a extreme BDSM scene. How comfortable are you with BDSM, and do you use or do you participate in any BDSM activities in your sexual life? I am like on the bed, awkwardly googling. Kiss 
Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm just kind of like, what does one do? What do I do? <laughs> and I think I have a lot of curiosity, okay. but not a lot of experience. Okay. You know? Yeah. You know? Knowing it. Like, where are you at? You at the gag ball? Oh, I would love to have that full experience and just be able to do that and be completely submissive to somebody and get, like, the shit smacked out of me, but, like, I... <laughs> but I haven't gotten that far yet, so I'd say I'm probably, um... Oh, goodness. I would say that uh, on the terms of being experienced in BDSM... I'd be a spicy cuddle. Like a cuddle Ooh. where it's, it's leaning towards a little bit more. It's not just like a, ooh, I'm going to fall asleep. It's like a, oh, okay. All right. Okay, girl. This is happening. Right? So, um, yeah. But I think first and foremost, it'd be probably really good for us to um, say what BDSM is. What, what it stands for. What the fuck is, is it? it? So. Do tell. Telling. Um, BDSM. If we're going to go to a wonderful source that is not, um, that is credible, I should say, and not Wikipedia. Um, so, <laughs> so we are currently looking at, um, oh goodness, where are you? Your brain? No, no, no. No. Girlfriend, girlfriend. Um, I looked at a couple different, um, Websites, one being verywellmind.com, another one being hercampus.com. Um, and I really like this one by Elite Daily. So what is BDSM exactly? Um, so, okay. So BDSM can be broken into three categories, or subcategories, I should say. Bondage and discipline, dominance and submission, and sadism and masochism. So basically to kind of break down those three subcategories, bondage and discipline is like when you like for, so on the bondage end, you're being like uh, restrained or can be restrained, tied up. And then um, discipline being like you're listening to what you're the person, like if the person that you're engaging in sex with um, is in the sex, in the sex, in the sex. <laughs> is taking on a, um, like a dominant um, like role that you are listening to them and following their rules and whatnot. Um, so which brings us into um, dominance and submission. So typically with um, that, or with typically that. with that, typically with um, dominance and submission, there's one person that fills each role, right? So you'll have one person who's the more aggressive and the other person who's more submissive um, and both people typically really enjoy those roles. You mean one person is more dominant? Yes. Exactly. Yes. Okay. okay. So one person basically takes takes control, the other person releases control. But um, a lot of the actual control is with the submissive person because they can say no and they can be like, mm, not into that and whatnot. So you might think that, oh my God, like if I'm super submissive to someone, like I'm, I might like have my boundaries pushed or it might go too far or whatnot. So like it actually being submissive is where you have a lot of power. Um, wow. Yeah. I would have never thunk. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the state of sadism and masochism part of BDSM 
and that's where I don't know a fuck ton about to be completely honest but in my short readings it's kind of where like the pain and pleasure kind of come in okay so okay yeah that is so interesting yep so pain and pleasure, pain and pleasure. Ew. have you ever experienced pain and pleasure I'm sure have so um um okay so have my husband and I dabbled in BDSM I'd say yes um we definitely are both switchy so we like to switch the roles of who's the dominant and who's the submissive um we participate in some um bondage so we have under the bed restraints which I really like they're nice and comfy um but they're also really because they've got like this like um for the cuff part like it's got this really nice like velvet on the inside that's like really I don't know it's not like it's more not like oh my god I'd be restrained like ow this hurts it's like oh it's, it's like fun time and it's nice and comfy on your wrists and your feet or your ankles I should say um <laughs> so we have an under the bed restraint system which I really really love um I we do it more or less like with me not necessarily him like I'll do his wrists and he loves that but like when he's hooked up with all four of them he kind of gets like really nervous and he's like mm, this is not my thing so part of Fair. being a good dominant is listening to your submissive and being like hey you're not into that that's fine that's we'll change cool. things up yeah you go with the submissive flow you know um oh that should be good like mantra good i for you sure go with the submissive the flow, flow. <laughs> I love you so much. You make my whole life. I just hope you do. Um, so with that, like, um, especially when my husband's in the more dominant kind of like role, um, he'll have put a hat on. Her I head. did, I did. Um, so he'll have me tied up and whatnot. And then use like toys and whatnot. And we also have um, two different floggers, one of which is a lot uh, bigger than the other. If you like really whack with explain it, you can. Explain a flogger. Yeah, like you can oh, listen or explain it. Okay. Um, so a flogger is kind of, it comes in a couple different shapes and sizes. It's like a paddly kind of a paddly. Le leather. How, how do I describe this? Do you have spikes on the end of your Oh, God, no, but we did see that one from. Um, the stag shop. shop where we were like, this is some serious business. Like, that hurt to just... Just to touch it. Just to touch it. I can't imagine it smacking me. Well, I mean, some people love that. And that's what some people that's are really into. And it's fat. That's great. But I just think like... Oh, oh, oh. I'm a bit I'm of such a, a baby. Yeah. I'm a puss. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like when it comes to like, like a flogger and like that, I feel like it's two totally different types of pain because like when you're being smacked with a flogger it's like a light like flick you know it's not like a hitting to hurt it's more like hitting to like create a new sensation so I that's what I I like about it but I mean I'm sure that other people who are into the sadomasochism part of BDSM love that shit with the pain right the hitting and the whatnot but again I don't know too enough about it to kind of really get into it but we're all constantly learning we're constantly looking at new avenues for, for growth, so. Right. And maybe you would try it and be like, it's just a sting. Maybe. I mean, you know what? I feel like that's something that you'd, like, have to just try. Just do it. Just do it. Just do it. And then if... Maybe after your the first, ass, it doesn't hurt that bad. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, because it's cushy. 
So, but I mean, I feel like after the first try, you'd know pretty quick and you'd be like, ha, no. And that's where your, your safe word and whatnot comes out of being like, please don't do this to me again. I don't like this. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about that. Yeah. All right. How about you, my friend? Well, I'm pretty icy cold. Yeah? She called. She called. She called. And by no means am I uh, what the kids these days would call vanilla. <laughs> <laughs> However, I I think that, I, I guess, if I were to be truly into BDSM play, mm-hmm. or BDSM culture, whatever you want to call that, I think I would prefer to be the, the dominant. Mm-hmm. So, I think Frank and I are starting to dabble in that. Cool. And we will, we will get there. We will get there. Yeah. Get However, in. However, I will not push the man. Because <laughs> that's how men fall. And I think that I have a lot of learning to do. Like, I want to go slow. Mm-hmm. I really, really want to go slow. Um, in the past, I've been very fond of being choked. Mm-hmm. And I've heard a lot of back and forth, and, and, and maybe you can tell me, about choking, mm-hmm. about it being really dangerous, and Andy. I can appreciate that it is very dangerous. However, I've tr- I've honestly, like to be completely telltale honest, because yep. you know, that's what we're here for. Yep, that's what we do. I've actually asked partners in the past to choke me until I was unconscious. Really? Yeah. One single time have I been choked so hard I became unconscious. And I asked for it. It okay. was not against my will. I was not kicking and screaming. Mm-hmm. I was completely aware. And consent. And chance. consented. And I asked for it. Yep. And it it happened. Mm-hmm. And it was quite a rush, I have to say. Gotcha. But there was two factors. One, I was with somebody very confident, mm-hmm. uh, which I think led in my ability to... He's, he told me that he had done this before mm-hmm. and that I would feel no pain mm-hmm. and that I would essentially become unconscious and that he would have, he would as soon as I lost consciousness he would let go of my, my throat mm-hmm. and that I would become conscious again mm-hmm. and that I would know exactly what was going on and he would catch me. Mm-hmm. So well on top of this gentleman <laughs> I became unconscious. It's exactly what happened, and he essentially grabbed both my shoulders, pushed me up, and I became conscious again. And did you like it? I loved it. It was great. I think it was great because I was, again, I was with somebody very, very confident. Mm-hmm. You're going to be okay, D. You're fine. You're I got fine. you. I got you. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, wow. So it's kind of like this exhilarating, like you're waiting to blackout. Mm-hmm. Like, I was waiting to black out. Like, I was like, yeah, do it. And then it was like, wow, I'm back. <laughs> I'm alive. I'm alive. <laughs> and it felt really crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it felt crazy. I don't even know how to explain it. And, like, the rush of endorphins you must have gotten after, like, coming back, you're like, whoa. I, yeah, like, I was like, what? Where did he go? <laughs> but it was, like, so so brief. Like, mm-hmm. I blacked out. I felt my body fall, which is when he knew to let go. Mm-hmm. He said that I, you become very heavy. That's the mm-hmm. way he described it. You become very heavy. So I fell onto him. 
he essentially picked my shoulders back up. So wait, so you were on him? Like you yeah. were a girl on top and he was like choking you? Yeah. Until you blacked out? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then as soon as I, he said as soon as I lost consciousness, I fell onto him. He picked me back up and I was like, there you are. Hello. Hello. <laughs> and then we just continued on. Okay, cool. Yeah. I love that for you. That's yeah, so cool. it was fine. Like, it was totally, like, I have to say, by bajillion consent, consensual, consent, <laughs> consensual, it was five bajillion percent consensual, uh, and I think that is the main thing. Yeah. He very much was like, if at any point you don't want me to, literally just look at me. Like, yeah. it, it was so... Vanilla. <laughs> uh, that doesn't sound vanilla to me. It wasn't vanilla, but it was very, like, if you are not okay, I am not okay. Mm-hmm. Which I think brings us to the piece of trust. Mm-hmm. Having trust with the person you are doing this with mm-hmm. is so important. Absolutely. Like, I feel you really need to trust the person that you are participating in these acts with, and trust and consent go hand in hand. A hundred percent. And I think, like, you know, multiple times this person said, you're okay with this. You want me to do this. Yes, I want you to do this. Mm -hmm. Please do this. Mm -hmm. Okay, fine. I'm doing this. If you even so much as twitch a certain way, I'm going to stop. I'm like, okay. Yeah. And then you continue ahead. We continued. Yeah. And then, of course, I think the other piece is being very aware of your partner. Because if he would have continued to choke me unconscious. That's assault. Yes. That's a very fine line. It's a very fine line. And I knew, I I trusted this person enough that when I was unconscious, he would stop. And he would take care of you. And he would take care of me. Yes, she did. Yeah. And it really didn't take anything. It took him just stopping with his hand around my neck. (laughs) So, okay, so then question, how did he squeeze? Did he squeeze, like... From the front? Did he squeeze from the sides? Did he have two hands? So he's, he said that there's a process to it, because he's done this before. He said it's squeezing the right part of your neck from the front, but you're not squeezing the front because that's your trachea. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a very, it's your side. So he's basically so like it's, stopping the blood So his palm of his hand is on the front of your neck, and a thumb is on the side, and your his other four fingers are on the side, and that's where he's squeezing. Mm-hmm. So he's just stopping the blood flow, which makes you unconscious. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Instead of, like, literally crushing your windpipe. Right. <laughs> exactly. And by no means was he suggesting that he was an expert. By no means of our, am I suggesting an expert. I am not. Mm-hmm. So please be very, very safe, friends. Yeah. If you were because in I like knew that. that there was a risk with this. Mm-hmm. And that things ha- for other folks have gone wrong. Yes, absolutely. Don't be that guy. No, don't do not do it. Don't if do you're it. gonna participate in an act like that, make sure that you are doing enough research and whatnot and that you kind of know the logistics of what's going to happen before you participate. And then again, also reading your partner's body, reading their body language, and really listening to and watching them and kind of making sure that they're okay as you're proceeding ahead. If well, you that's, you have to really watch their face. Like mm-hmm. you said, I'm going to be watching your face. Like if at any point your body language is, I don't like this, I will stop. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Did you, and like, have, like, a tap-out thing, or, like... No. As soon as my my body dropped, because I literally lost consciousness, he let go. As soon as his hand let go of my neck, the blood continued to go to my head, and I was like, hello. <laughs> I'm here. I'm here. But I'm, I'm asking, like, if, like, before, when you guys talked about it before you went ahead and did it, if he was like, if you want me to stop, do this. Literally, if at any point I wanted to stop, I just had to change my body language. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, while he was doing it, my hand was literally holding his on my neck. Mm -hmm. If at any point I pulled it off, or if at any point I looked at him like, I'm not okay with this, tap out, he would have stopped. So I think that there's a very fine line between I want this, and this is assault. Yeah. And I do not want this to feel fuzzy for anyone. Mm-hmm. Like, this was something we talked about. It was premeditated. We probably it. talked about it for two weeks before it happened. Mm-hmm. Once it did happen, I literally had my hand on his. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't do this to myself, so you have to do this for me. Mm-hmm. And then it was okay. Mm-hmm. But if I had released my hand, if I had moved away, not okay. Yeah. And then that would have been a very clear right do that. because he was very conscious of his um, that he was probably a hundred pounds heavier than me mm-hmm. and could could truly hurt me mm-hmm. if he wanted to yeah but I think that 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 right there is the exact kind of person you want if this is the kind of thing you want to partake in mm-hmm. is the kind of person that reads your body language. Mm-hmm respects you deeply mm-hmm. like if you so much as blink your eye the wrong way we'll stop yeah and he's got you right yeah so that's I've got good. you for sure like you're good yeah you go that i got you so i love a light choking not to the point of being like like knocked out though i would love to have done what you have per- like um fuck english i would have loved to have participated in what you participated in that sounds like a lot of fucking fun. And, like, the danger, too. It makes it like... There's a bit of a taboo there. Yeah, and I love that taboo. For sure. Um, so I love, like, participating in a little bit of breath play for my husband and I. Um, he has just recently started, like, choking me, like, in certain, like, sexual positions or when um, he is, like, pleasuring me or whatnot. Like, I just, I love it. But he used to... Like, say, like, I'd be on my back, he'd be on, like, like, on his, like, knees or whatever, like, doing his, his husbandly, his husbandly duty, if you will. (gasps) (laughs) (laughs) But he used to, like, when we first started getting into it, he used to, like, put his hand on my neck and then, like, put his, some of his body weight, so it would literally crush my, like, my trachea, and I was like, "Mm, please no, please no. And then he would do this, like, over the second time he did it, he would, like, like sit with his hand, like, on my, like, clavicle, and that didn't work either. But we've kind of come to, come to a, huh, come, um, <laughs> to, to a uh, consensus that he, like, it's a light squeeze on, like, either side. Yeah. So, yeah. like, it's not, like, it stops a little bit of the breath and whatnot, where you feel like you have a harder time breathing, but at the same time, it also squeezes from the side, so you're... You're playing with the breath and you're playing with the blood flow that goes up to your head. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And it's just that kind of like that breath play where you're like, oh, I'm feeling breathless. That's really sexy, but also 
the complete dominance. Yeah. Right? To be like, I'm going to fuck you right now in the way that I want to, and you're going to like it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah, so. that's great. Mm-hmm. So, that's what gets my, uh, that's what jingles my bells, if you will. Well, this is, this one's coming out right after Christmas. So, oh. it's a kinky Christmas, if you will. Kinky Christmas. I love it. Love it. So, um, so I have a, like, what, are, like, what do you want to know about About BDSM? Okay. Get lost. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> Bitch, I'm the worst. Okay. It's like um, 930. I know. I'm an old lady. Um, okay. So, like, things I have questions and things I want to, like, experience or questions first. Both. Both. All right. So, um, recently doing more research and whatnot into BDSM, um, I would love to be able to go to a, like, club and witness, like, a BDSM scene. And then later one day participate in a BDSM scene. Like, there is a sex club in Toronto called Oasis, um, and they have, yeah, Oasis Aqua Lounge. Um, Aqua Lounge. And they have a variety of spaces where you can participate in, in different scenes and have sex with whoever really you want to have sex with. Um, and they have a, like, BDSM room or dungeon, if you will, um, where you bring your own toys and you bring your own, um, like, tools and utilities, like flogger or um, rope or whatnot. Your own utilities. Stop. <laughs> Um, to participate in a scene that you kind of want to, to try, right? So, um, I would love to just, like, first off, watch and see kind of what happens, see what people get into, like, more or less from the curiosity of being like, oh, I would love that to be me, but also being like, I want to know what people are into, like, what, what, what gets your rocks off? Like, let me watch, right? Like, I think that's fun. Um... And then to participate, like, I would love to completely be submissive to someone and, like, have, like, not necessarily not have any boundaries, but basically have no boundaries and, like, see what that total, like, loss of control, well, not necessarily loss of control, that doesn't, that's not exactly what I'm trying to say, but gifting over most of the control over, like, of my body to someone, I think would be awesome. I hear you. So, yeah. How about you? What are you curious about when it comes to BDSM? I guess I'm just, I just, I want, I want to hear people's experiences. Mm -hmm. I think that I want to, I feel very inexperienced and I feel very curious. Mm -hmm. So I think that before I dive into it in my current relationship, Mm -hmm. I want to have more experience mm-hmm. listening to people's stories. Yeah. And seeing how things work for them. Yeah. Yeah. So would you say that you're more of a dominant or a submissive? Um, I'm pretty switchy, actually. Like, um, my husband and I, we go through, like, kind of turns, if you will. Like, one being more dominant and one being more submissive. As of late, it's been more or less, um, like, my husband being the more dominant person. Um, and, but I do very much enjoy being a dominant. Um, it is really fun to have someone do 
exactly what you say when you say it, especially in a sexual sense, and seeing them, like, be aroused by by you bossing them around, it makes, I feel like a bossy bitch, but it's fine. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I would find, like, I'm pretty switchy, to be completely honest. I don't necessarily have a preference, though there's been times that my husband and I have had sex, so we're talking about having sex with other people and whatnot that have been more experienced in BDSM or in, like, the non-monogamy lifestyle than we are, um, where we would fluctuate roles in right. being, like, dominant or submissive. Right. So, being pretty fluid with it, I think. How about you? you would, would you say you're more submissive or dominant? I'm 100% more dominant. <laughs> 100%. Um, I don't actually like being submissive. No. Uh, there's times I will, depending on the partner. Mm-hmm. Like, for Frank, of course. If he wants to be dominant, I will let him. Um, in the past, I've completely flat out refused. Yeah? Um, yeah. Uh, for Frank, I would pretty much do anything. But um, I, my preference would be to be dominant. To be the yeah. dominant one? I yeah. Love that. I love that feeling of, like... You fucking do what I want you to do when I say you're going to do it. Mm-hmm. Fucking do it. Yeah. Um, and I think I will see for Frank, but that he likes that too. Good. Yeah. So that works really well for us. Um, in the past, I feel like I can be a little fluxy. Like mm-hmm. I can just kind of change depending on... The situation, but... And, like, uh, the person, too, right? Yeah, it's just like, oh, yeah. it's not the vibe today. Yeah, for sure, 100%. Um, I would love to be on a fly on the wall in a club. Mm-hmm. I would love right? to do that. Um, I have so many questions. Yes, oh me, too. Gosh, me too. Oh, my so many questions. I would love to watch a full scene with a dominatrix. And, or a dominant, I guess, like a professional dominant with someone and kind of see how that progresses based off of what the submissive person wants because I'm sure when you go into a scene you have to tell your dominant or your dominatrix like what you're into so they can like enhance that experience for you. Right. But I would love to see from start to finish how that works. Right. Right? Me too. And I think that the other thing I would love, 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 love is to be part of a professional experience. Yeah. Like, yeah. to be, to, would you want to be the dominant, or would you want to be, like, helping the dominant do stuff, or would you want to be the submissive person experiencing it? I've seen, like, like sex coaching before. Mm-hmm. Like, I would love to be coached. That would be so fun. That would be so fun. Yeah. Like, to be told by a third party what to do with my partner. That'd be really fucking cool. I would love that. That would be like, oh, try this, do this, or like... Like, I know we're in, like, COVID times, but but like... like, when we're not, that would be fucking amazing. I would love to do that. That'd be so fun. That'd be the coolest fucking shit. That would literally be. I would love to do that and then be, like, fully decked out in, like full, like, sexy gear, like, leather, like, bustier with, like, some fun panties, a thigh-high boot, if you will, and then have... She just pointed her toe. I did. For grace. Um, (laughs) um... (laughs) For grace! Gracefulness! Gracefulness! 
Grace died ten years ago. <laughs> and the, but also had the the dominant or like the dominatrix like fully dressed up too and like how it'd be like a full fucking thing. Like Ooh. commit. So do you want to do it with a woman or do you want to do that with a man? Not either, really. I do both. Different experience. Yeah. How about you? Learn that. Honestly, like, I just feel like I'm going to watch it. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I just want to, like, partake. Mm -hmm. And I think I have a lot of questions and I have a lot of um, wonderings. Yeah. What kind of wonderings do you have? Like, I'm just wondering, like, how you manage consent. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, do you have a safe word? Um, we don't have necessarily a safe word, because we don't, I don't know, we just basically, it's like, stop, like, mm, not feeling that, let's not do that. We don't have a specific word, like, pineapple, or whatever. <laughs> That's, like, the word. It's, it's more That's or less. syllables. Yeah, it's literally, ugh, like, if I don't want my husband to do something, I'll just be like, no. Like, that's not happening right now. So, do you guys have a safe word? No, because I feel like the same, right? Like, I'm just like, hmm, don't love that. I also feel kind of cheesy saying it, you know? Like, to me, I'm like, like, and not to judge anybody who does say, like, do safe words or whatever, but I feel like my husband and I don't do things that are intense enough to warrant a safe word. Does that make sense? Okay, yep, 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 I hear you. So... That's just my personal preference. If I don't like something, I just say no. Just like, no, no thank you. Or if I'm gagged or something, I literally would just either, like, kind of give my husband a look or, like, tap on the bed, be like, like, no thanks. That's it. So, and then, uh, again, being a part of being a dominant is watching your submissive's body language and whatnot, especially if they're in a, a position where they can't necessarily speak, if you're gagged or whatnot, or you're being choked. And to just watch how they react, and you'll pretty well tell if they're not into it anymore. So. That's true. That's true. And I think it's all about connection, relationship, building trust. Like, I feel like that's the theme of today. Yeah. Yeah. Which is super important. I feel like it's in all of life, but especially in... AKA, don't meet some bitch off Tinder and be like, choke you it's all bad idea yeah that's no bad news bears get to know this person beforehand and yeah. be like hey what do you what are your like what are your preferences dislikes? what what do you like what do you want me to do what don't what you want me to do oh yeah for sure don't just jump in really i think zone. what we're getting at is that we're inexperienced and we want to hear your experiences we do Please. <laughs> <laughs> we're getting really upset because nobody sends in stories but you know what though like that sounds really sad but uh, like just we would love to know a little bit more about people's preferences and whatnot when it comes to a bdsm lifestyle or if you have any good resources like people you follow on instagram or people that you know that are like really like sex positive and are heavily involved in like the BDSM community and would be willing to talk to two um, wonderful ladies that have are going to bombard them with questions, you can send them our way or comment on some of our Instagram posts or DM us or email us um, with their contact information. That would be really nice. So 
There's actually one person, just a quick story, there's one person um, that I matched with on field, um, like, this a while ago, but he had in his profile that he was, like, really experienced with, like, BDSM and, like, in, like, the kink scene and um, it was, like, in a, like, Paul, like, a pulled gonna say polygamous but like a polyamory kind of like poly group of people that kind of get together hook up party and whatnot and he at the bottom of his bio he's like i'm an open book ask me questions and i was like okay cool bitch i'm gonna swipe on you and we gonna i'm gonna ask you a fuck ton of questions um so i i did literally i was like hey you're cute um would you mind if i asked you some questions about your lifestyle like you've like you said in your your profile like I find that so fascinating and took him two days to respond he's like haha yeah I guess and I was like mm, okay still gonna ask you questions even though you're not super like enthusiastic about it um so then I asked him like a bunch of questions basically being like how did you get into it like how did you um like where do you normally go to participate in a scene like how do you um like manage like consent with all the different different people that you are interacting with and sleeping with and whatnot and how does this all work and he literally like responded with like what did he say and he's like oh well i don't know i guess i just did and i'm like cool thanks for like wasting my time but at the same time i'm like okay people are out there willing to talk about it so if you know anybody who's like an oh, open book, so this bitch didn't get back to no, you. No, not really. And then uh, like he was like, I don't know, he was like Gone weird. at his profile. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, I I deleted it a long time ago. But um, anyway, like I don't know, he just was kind of not like super as open as he had made himself seem in his profile. So I was like, okay, cool. I'm gonna unmatch from you because it, uh, I feel like you're wasting my time. I'm wasting your time. So. So that's fine. Yeah, so we're just gonna like continue on our merry way here. It'll be fine. Could have fucked up with you, but I mean, you took eight days to respond. Beesh! So. Eight days. Anyways. Fucking hell. Fucking ass. So we want to hear. Yes. Yeah, so, <laughs> so <laughs> long story short, we want to hear from you. We want to hear um like questions and concerns. Not concerns. Questions and. No, and concerns. We want to hear your concerns. Okay questions and some concerns and whatnot that you have regarding BDSM if you're into it and you want to share some knowledge um please dm us or email us at lapetitemortpod at gmail.com that'd be lovely um are we wrapping up we are wrapping up okay so um if you want to get a hold of us or you want to see a little bit more about what we do you can find us on facebook or instagram at lapetitemortpod um, if you wanted to, again, write in a story, you can email us at lapetitemorepod at gmail.com or DM us on Instagram. Um, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, CastBox, and um, Listen Notes at lapetitemorepod. And until next time, when in doubt, loop it out and ride a wheel.